What's up, gamers? Welcome to the Level Up Podcast. This is episode 25 of Raw, episode 5 of season 3. We're getting down to the wire in season 3. We only got one more episode after this one, and it's the season finale of season 3. And it'll be on Bloodborne. That's next time. That's two weeks from now. And then we start season 4, the final season. I can't believe we're almost done with this podcast. Crazy. Anyways, uh, episode 1 is called Faith. We're doing Wolf Among Us today for the uh, podcast, if you don't, haven't found out already. Uh... I, I will do a overall summary of the game first, and I'll go through each episode. So, the main and playable character... I'm just reading this off of, of a wiki, folks. Uh, I just want to preface that, because I didn't have time to research. My life is going crazy busy lately, and I don't have time to research for the podcast. I'm sorry. But I'm trying my best with what I have. Uh, the main and playable character of the story is Big B Wolf, who is Sheriff of Fabletown. During... This time period, Ichabod Crane is the mayor, Snow White is the Crane's secretary, and Bigby's ally and close friend. The story follows Bigby as he investigates a murder, allowing him to interact with many of the well-known fables from the series and fairy tales in general. Uh, many decisions players have to make have consequences if you pick the wrong decisions. Uh, and uh, that's the basic summary, and uh, let's see if Tom agrees with the basic summary. Alright. Before I go into each episode. So, summary is... You play as Bigby Wolf, and he is the sheriff of Fabletown, which is, like, basically the magic police. Where it's just, like, they have to make sure that everyone stays in what they call glamoured. Which is, if you're, like, a weird frog creature... And you need to look human. You need you need something magic in order to look human. Otherwise, you get sent to a place called the farm, which is sort of like a jail almost. Alright. Where you get sent there. No, you keep talking. I'll be back. So you don't reveal the um to the hu- regular humans that you're magical creatures. To keep up the masquerade, if you will. And... Did you want me to talk about the like what happens in the first episode? Or do you want me to just like... Sorry. Talk about the basics. Sorry, folks, I'll cut some of that out um, if there's, like, dead air, but I had to give my mom something. All right, uh, I was just, all right, and one, two, three, go. All right, in episode one, called Faith, many fairy tale creatures have moved into the area of Manhattan, uh, which is called Fable Town, uh, in this game, anyway. Uh, Sheriff Bigby Wolf, once the infamous Big Bad Wolf, becomes swept into a case involving the gruesome murder of a fable. Uh, we will not spoil who this fable is. Um, there's violence and brutality, and uh, history behind it, and Bigby finds his role as protector and sheriff threatened. That's episode one in a nutshell. Tom, fill in the details, because I don't remember anything from the Okay, game. okay, so I remember that you go to, you start by going to this apartment where you meet Mr. Toad and his kid, 
and they're calling you about a disturbance. A possible, like, domestic disturbance. And so you investigate. And then you see this lumberjack character, like, slapping the shit out of this girl. You're and, just right so far. I just realized I could clip onto the actual yeah. episode and there's actually a full plot. Okay. I'll, <laughs> let's see if I get this, get all this right. And so Bigby's like, hey, what the fuck? Stop doing that. And... And the, and the, uh, his name's the Lumberjack, I think. They call him Woodsman. The, the Woodsman, the Woodsman. I was close. The Woodsman. And he's like, okay, fuck you, Big Bad Wolf. And then they, like, start fighting each other. And then the fight ends with both of them getting, like, thrown out of the building. I forgot if they, like, slam through a window or go through a wall. She's just on the phone. Keep going. Okay, and and the uh, woodsman winds up getting an axe through his head. But the thing is, is that there is a rule where the more well known your story is, the more powerful you are. So Bigby is the big bad wolf. So he is well known. So he has like kind of super strength. Like, he's, like, humanoid, but he, like, you could probably, like, rip a door off with his bare hands if he wanted to. And, like, his normal mode thing. And the Lumberjack's also, the Woodsman, is well known. So he survives getting an axe through his head. Like, he, he's, he could just tank that. But he, but he's done with the fight. He's done. So then Bigby and the girl named Faith like talk and they bond a little bit. And everything's taken care of. If I remember correctly. And then he leaves. And that's when the intro starts. Like the tile card and stuff. Alright. Um, since I found the plot, I'm just gonna go through it quickly, so that you don't have to talk and talk and talk and lose Yeah, because I, I, I go into it. I go yeah. into things. Uh, Bigby will then go to the Woodlands apartment, where he will encounter Beauty from Beauty and the Beast, and then Bigby will either, uh, encounter Beast or not encounter Beast, depending on choices you made. If the player chooses to tell Beast about Beauty, Beast will thank you for telling him, and will chase after her. If you do not tell him... He'll apologize for bothering you. Spoiler alert, folks. I'm just going to spoil the game because it's such an old game. A lot of people already played that anyway. Oh, how old is it? Like 2014 or 15. Oh, yeah. So, 16. Something like that. So, people have already played this game. So, I'm just going to spoil the fuck out of it. I don't care. Uh, if the player stays silent, though, uh, Beast will react surprised and will scream to wait. What? Whatever. After a brief interaction with Colin, a couch-surfing pig, uh, Big B, Colin was one of my favorite characters. I remember Colin very well. I like Colin. Uh, Big B gets some shut-eye and, uh, interrupted by Snow White. She reveals the woodsman um, uh, was hitting, was, was killed, and a severed head was left in the woodlands courtyard, apparently. Uh, you find out this girl was Faith, and from the fabled donkey skin, Big B discovers her husband Lawrence has been injured, and... 
and the player is given a choice whether to go to Toad's place or Prince Loris's house. I think we went to Toad's first. We went to Toad's. Uh, if Bigby chooses to visit Lawrence's apartment first, uh, well, I'm not going to spoil any of that. But I'm not going to spoil the choices, actually. I'm just going to go past all this. I don't want to spoil the choices because I don't know who people are going to choose. So, Toad's Place uh, plays out similar than the other one, and I don't want to go into anything. Uh, we go to the Trip Trap Bar after that, and uh, you do some investigation shit with Holly and Gren, two weirdos. I don't want to spoil their personalities, but they're kind of weirdos. Uh, you find out in the story that he can transform into a wolf, Bigby, when he's angry. He becomes a half-wolf. He's not a full Yeah, he wolf. becomes a half-wolf. Uh, then we move on to the rest of Woody. Um, however, Tweedledee's there before we can do that. And then hell breaks loose. There's an interrogation thing. They... Uh, let's see. Bigby enters the crime scene, walks up the doorstep, and then you see a severed head, and then the episode. And that's episode one in a nutshell. Alright, episode two, Smoke and Mirrors. Let's see. The episode starts with Bigby being questioned by a female detective, Kelsey Brannigan. Uh, then Crane swoops in with a memory wipe spell. And, uh, I remember being confused about that. Because... It is like fable business, and so the police would have investigated about the case of like the girl with the missing head. So, Crane does the memory wipe spell so they don't get involved because that's like Bigby's job to get involved and not the actual police. Because hmm. then they'll probably figure out there's magic shit, it becomes like a big fucking problem. So, th he just got rid of that. And. And they won't, like, follow Bigby around since he's a witness. Then you have a little tissy fight with Crane and Bigby in the taxi. And depending on what you choose, uh, there's different interactions that can ensue. Like any other Telltale game. Then, we arrive, we, we, bleh, they arrive in the woodlands to see the Tweedledee and the woodsman, depending on what your choice was in episode one. And you see Bluebeard is cleaning his knife, apparently. Bluebeard is in this game. And I will not spoil who that is. He's an important character. Um, depending on the player's actions, Tweedledee or Wisdom will provide information about Snow or Faith. Um, I'm not going to spoil any more choices than that. You get the, then the beginning credits start after all that's settled. Then Snow White reveals she is not dead. And it was, and it was someone else. And Snow and Bibby talk to TJ. I remember TJ being such a weird side character. He was just barely in it. Oh, I'm talking thinking of someone else. Never mind, not TJ. Is it... TJ's the little frog. Never mind. Yeah, I'm like the frog kid? Yeah, oh, yeah I'm sorry. I'm thinking of a different person. Okay. I'm thinking of that Jared guy who was barely in it. Uh, what was he? It was like some... It was the monkey, wasn't it? I'm thinking of the monkey. No, not the monkey. It was it's some not the janitor, monkey. dude. Some janitor. I guess they'll tell me later. Um, after she was examined by the victim, it is revealed that she's been using black market glamours. Please explain to the audience what black market glamour a was. Black market glamour is like a. If we're going to use like a real world example, if we're going to use a real world example, it'd be like false immigration papers almost, where it's just illegal. Like, you need to have the proper one. 
because the illegal glamours do not work properly. So there's a chance you might be a normal, like, human person, and all of a sudden you become a dwarf or some shit, right? Like, it, like it, it can malfunction, and they're and they're illegal, and they're not properly um, um, in the system. So, so that's why they're illegal, and not everyone's just running around with with glamours, well, and they're pricey. So, well, unfortunately, <laughs> uh, we find out that. Uh, Holly's sister Lily is was a troll, and that she apparently is dead. Yes. Um, the player is given the choice to allow Snow to go to the bar with Bigby, or, or, or there's another choice, but I don't want to spoil that one. Uh, Jack from Jack and the Beanstalk is uh, giving snarky remarks, and the player is given a choice to either kick him out or let him stay. Uh, Bigby tells Holly about Lily's death. Holly reveals that Lily was a prostitute working for the Pudding and Pie. Uh, we go to the pudding and pie. We question the club owner. Uh, George is very cocky, and the players are allowed to destroy items if they want to. If they want to. And I believe you destroyed some items. I think I remember you going. Did I? I think you destroyed a couple items. I don't think you destroyed everything. I don't think I did. I don't think so. I just remember you destroying stuff. I, maybe I'm thinking of someone else, but I swear you destroyed something. Maybe you didn't. I can't remember. Mm. I barely remember. I might be thinking of like the playthrough I did myself. Yeah, I don't know what you did. I do not remember. I just remember that, that I had to censor tits for the first time. Oh it yeah, was like oh, a well, nude scene. What was it? They were what just was... strippers on poles at the. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. At the. Yeah, YouTube uh, save it. <laughs> maybe I remember being. Like, oh no! <laughs> Can you say? Do you have to censor this? Like okay, maybe they won't do like a full-on shot. I'm like oh no, there it is. What did we cover this with? I think I covered it with either my logo or something else. I can't remember. <laughs> it was the same situation with um, South Park where I had to censor that. Yeah. Because there was a dick in it and I couldn't yeah, have that. Um, like, nope, we can't do this. And nope. Uh, ultimately, Bigby finds a hole in the ground in which Georgie has hidden a book with some money and a ledger of people. Uh, so Lily's last entry was with Mr. Smith. Uh, we go to the Open Arms Hotel. And surprise that beauty uh, actually worked there, apparently. The whole time. Yeah, as a secretary, I think. Yeah. Beauty uses her key to open the door, and then Beast appears in this big misunderstanding. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, you fucking hate it. Did you fuck my wife? Are you fucking my wife? <laughs> no. Also, there's an Easter egg you could do. If you click on the right door, you could accidentally walk on someone having sex. Yes. If you wanted to. But I don't know if we did it. Did I do it? I don't know if I did I think you just rushed straight to that cutscene. It might be because, like, she might get in trouble if, like, people report some dude walking, like, <laughs> investigating all the rooms. Yeah. Uh, they stop the fighting eventually. Um, there's blood and flowers all over the bed. Um, Mr. Smith had an obsession with Snow White. Bigby finds an envelope with three photos. I won't spoil the photos. Um, then we find out Mr. Smith is Crane. Uh, Crane is looking through a magic mirror. A twist. And he ends up uh, breaking this mirror, and that's the end of the episode. And that was episode two. Fill in the blanks about episode two, if I missed anything. No, I, f I feel like that's pretty spot on. You do... 
let's see, episode two, right? Yeah, I just did the episode two summary. Okay, the thing I might be thinking about might be in episode three. Episode three is called A Crooked Mile. This is one of your favorite episodes, I think. Oh, yeah, yeah, the thing I'm thinking of is in episode three. You basically just nailed it. Yeah. All right, episode three picks up exactly where the predecessor left off. Just like every single Telltale game. Yes. Big B has discovered the crate is the murderer. We know this. Yada, yada, yada. Let's just skip through all that. Uh, see. Beauty and the Beast off to arrive at Lily's funeral. Uh, gets interrupted by Tweedledee and Tweedledum with shotguns in hand. And they shoot Big B in the back. He gets injured. Uh, he goes to the hospital. Finds out that he needs to get the uh, bullets out from out from his back. Um, and then the intro starts after Tweedle, uh, after Tweedle has managed to flee. Uh, you go to the doctor, I kind of jumped ahead, my bad. <laughs> you go to the doctor, he takes the bullets out of your back, he barely alive after that. Oh, okay, so I am thinking of it. Yeah, you get this, like, big fight in, like, the alley. Because you're trying to, like, bust Crane. Because he winds up, um, after putting a pie... To like, this is whole other plot besides the murder going on, and I'm gonna try not to spoil that one. Yeah, I'm gonna try not to spoil that one because it's actually really interesting. Yes, not that everything else isn't interesting, but it's like you know, it stands out to me. So, unfortunately, because the magic mirror is damaged, we can't use it. So we use a magical lamp. And Buffkin tries to piece it back together, but the crane is apparently has the last shard. Well, let's see. Big B is snow. Can't determine what it is. In the book, apparently. Uh, Bluebird comes in enraged about something. Let's spoil that. Uh, Buffkin remarks that he overheard... Uh, Buffkin is a magic monkey from the Wizard of Oz, if you don't know who Buffkin yes. is. All right, now... Overheard Crane mentioned that he is going to see the a black market witch named. Do oh, you remember? Oh fuck! I, I know I know who it is. Uh, I forgot her name though. G- Granny Greenwich? What was it? G- G- no no no. Granny. You were close. Auntie Greenleaf. Auntie Greenleaf. Yeah, it's green. I knew it was green something. I was trying to test your memory. I, yeah. I, I, you failed it. I failed miserably. I shall, I shall now do the walk of shame and leave your house. And uh, so then you go visit Auntie Greenleaf, and I think I remember that she has a plot twist that I won't spoil. That she's not really Auntie Greenleaf. She's an actual... Like... Someone else, I guess. Yeah. But I don't want to spoil that. Uh, to go to the, Oh, it's Flycatcher. That's the janitor. That's the janitor that was barely in it. Uh, you go see the janitor... Do more research. Um, let's see. Um, I don't want to spoil any of the choices. I'm just going to skip over that. So at the Trip Trap, uh, Bigby meets with Grendel and the Woodsman. They're all conversing with Sleepy Holly. Find out Holly's things are pointing him to Auntie Greenleaf. Um, eventually, Bigby and Snow are pointing to Auntie Greenleaf. They go visit it. Uh, you see a lone young girl who apparently is Greenleaf's daughter. Quotation marks. Oh, that's why it was Greenleaf's daughter, but then you find out it's actually Greenleaf. Yes. That was what it was. Okay, never mind. Uh, let's see. Uncle Amrit's really Greenleaf. Pudding and Pie uh, cracks down immediately, tells him to head to the Pudding and Pie uh, to get the magic tree burned, or you don't have to burn the tree. I don't think we burned the tree. Or did we? No, we did. We did. I remember you were like, this fucking woman. 
We gotta burn the tree. Like, right. I forgot why. I was like, burn the tree. <laughs> it might have been because Snow told me to do it. It's like, hey, this shit's illegal, and this shit's gonna get out of hand in the future. So burn, burn, Bigby, burn the fucking tree. After walking uh, through uh, through Georgie, who says into the phone, we have a problem. They find Crane grabbing Naressa. It was revealed that Crane had been. Attempting to use the ring of dispel he bought from Greenleaf to pierce the speech impediment Nerissa's ribbon put on her. It's not really a speech impediment. She just can't talk with all the It's not a speech impediment. It's more like, um, oh, what's it called? A restraining bolt? Which, like, no, you cannot, you cannot say it. You can try to maybe find a loophole to say it, but you cannot actually say it. Yeah. Unable to obtain any information, Crane is unable to use the girls to acquit himself. And if Bigby brings up the discovered photo of him, things go to shit, go crazy. Uh, Crane is then marched out of the club by Bigby and Snow. Uh, let's see. Bloody Mary, shotgun wheeling, wheels, brothers emerge. Who they call, and then they talk about someone called the Crooked Man. Uh, this is Mary's first appearance. She's, yes. Yeah, I don't want to spoil her. She's really important. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you then they rapidly shoot at Bigby until Bigby transforms into the full werewolf form, and not the wolf form yet. Not the, the wolf form. But he's not half wolf anymore. He's werewolf, Bigby. Yes. Uh, he charges effortlessly, overpowers them both, and the players given the choice of killing or sparing dumb. Uh, I'm not gonna say which one we did. Uh, then Bloody Mary will incapacitate Bigby with a silver bullet. Which is the werewolf's weakness in real life, in fairy tale land. Um, Snow intervenes and surrenders Kane. Mary, as the crooked man's hand is still waiting for, for Mary to return, stomps on Bigby's arm, inflicting a fracture. And then she walks off, ending the episode. And then you're like, what's going to happen next? That was a crazy I mean, episode. <laughs> me knowing what happens next in the next episode. So I build up. I remember building up drama and shit. In Sheep's Clothing was episode number four. Here's the full summary. They start with a nightmare sequence where Bigby is about to be axed to death by Bloody Mary. And he finally wakes from his dream while being operated on by Swinehart with uh, Colin and Snow watching. The silver bullet Mary shot with Bigby is indeed uh, yeah, is extracted fine. He's fine. He'll live. But he, he has live. to be do light duties because he is hurt. And he refuses like every other cop does in every game. No, I won't. Just like Arthur did. I don't have to do it. I have I don't to have do it. And then I have TV. I don't care. I have to do it. Even though my arm's <laughs> jacked up, I had to like pop all the shit back in. Oh, that scene was gruesome. Right? Oh, yeah. I'm like, oh, this is going to get fucked up. <laughs> yeah. Then you get told, then you tell Colin, you have to go to the farm. You have no choice, like, Colin. There is no choice. You have to go to the farm. <laughs> you have to go. Yeah. You can't just hang out in my apartment. <laughs> yeah, and the rest of them, Bigby, speak at the uh, office through, and Bigby, uh, uh, something about some information I want to spoil. Snow arrives, tells Bigby that Beauty and the Beast called, and the rest of subtly tries to tell Bigby that he should pursue his lead. Um, Beauty, the Beauty acknowledges to have taken out a loan from the Crooked Man at the Lucky Pond by the Jersey Devil. It's a lot of characters in this game, folks. A lot. There's a lot. <laughs> uh, 
you go to the butcher shop the cut above which uh, he suspects is using illegal merchandise and not meat in the packages he delivers beast also mentions having seen bloody mary at the shop before so you head to either the pawn shop or the cut above or you go to both i think you go to both or in the same location i don't know i can't remember uh when bigby visits the butcher shop he finds a timid johan there he is quiet and uh he puts on a facade of innocence you go to the back room of the business uh, there's no sign of Blake Mary here. There's a long list of clients on the chalkboard. And um, Bigby can either be brutal or peaceful to Johan. Then, then you can visit the Lucky Pond where you find Jack. And the Jersey Devil enters. After a brief scuffle between the three, Jersey unglamors into his true form. Bigby incapacitates him with help from the woodsman, which is funny. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Jersey tells Bigby that the door to the crewman's man's house alternates in location, so I guess you have to get lucky. What is it? it? That the door alternates in location. It's yeah, the door good. moves around a lot, so it's not the same location, so it'd be hard to track. Yeah. Uh, returning to the base office, you find Bluebeard arguing with Snow, who's also arguing with Toad. Bigby also decides whether or not Toad should leave for the farm. I think we told him to go to the farm. I can't remember though. Where it's like, okay, because it's like, oh, what, what was the plot of that? It's like, it's like, okay, here's some money. Okay, I don't have the money anymore. What do you mean you don't have the money? I just don't have the money anymore. Can I get some freebies? No. You cannot, I, we can't do, we can't just hand out freebies. What do you mean you can't hand out freebies? We just can't. Or I forgot what exactly like the argument is, but things are not looking good for Toad. So when Snow asks for Crane in the Magic Mirror, which is now fixed, Bloody Mary is uh, ordering Crane to flee to Paris and not attract Fable Town's attention anymore. When Bigby asks for the Crooked Man, the mirror reveals a door in an unfamiliar location. Knowing the location is going to be relocated again and again and again, Bigby rushes out and uh, runs and runs and runs in a really badass scene. He finally finds the Crooked Man's door and he arrives at the Crooked Man's lair. And he finds Tiny Tim acting as a bodyguard, which was fucking hilarious. Yeah. I, I love that. Uh, he enters the main lounge room with the Crooked Man present as the leader, and we get the ending of episode four there, because we do cliffhangers. Yes. And then we go into episode five. Let's talk about episode four from your point of view, and then we'll go to episode five, Cry right. Wolf. Yeah, episode four is when... You are actively pursuing the case into, like, okay, where is this Crooked Man guy? Where is he? He took, he took, um, Crane in order for Bigby to not get murdered. And that was a deal Snow made so he wouldn't die. Because he was fucked up from that fight. And he had to fix himself in, like... A very, like, brutal, like, scene of him popping his arm back in and shit. And he'll just, he'll, he'll heal. He'll, he'll live. But it's like, hey, you can't get fucked up too much. Otherwise, you will die. And I cannot help you. It's out of my hands. And then, so, you're getting all the clues and shit, right? You're figuring out what's going on about this door thing. Where is it? Where would it be? Like, all that, all that shit, right? So... Then, like, after 
after like a race against the clock, you find the door, right? Then you go through, and then there's Tiny Tim, and he is like a. If you don't know who Tiny Tim is, he's from what is it, Christmas Carol? And he has like a fucked up leg, and his one job is to be a bodyguard. And you can choose to either let him do his job or just or just like fuck off past him. And then it ends in like a cliffhanger style ending. Alright. And that's basically it. You already said like everything that happened. Oh god, episode five gonna take forever to get through. So. Oh yeah, it's a big one. Oh god. Um And you can get like multiple things in there. Like paths and shit. Oh great. Um I'm probably just gonna have to summarize a lot because it's so much shit. Yeah. Alright, it's picked up right where the last episode left off. Bigby uh, stands for the crooked man and interrogates him. Uh, you could either be rude or threatening. Henchmen are nervous about Bigby's presence. When Bigby brings up the murders, you can either ask the crooked man outright um, or guess who did it. In the end, Georgie killed Faith and Lily. Oops, spoiler! Oopsie. Who cares? Because everyone's played this game by now. Yeah. Uh man hands Georgie over to Bigby. It <laughs> sells him out completely. Um, let's see. The rest of the crew, except for Vivian, tell Georgie to leave with Bigby as the crew man commanded. At this point, Bigby can either grab Georgie... No, I don't want to do the stupid choices thing. That's going to take forever. I'm not going to read the choices anymore. Whatever his actions, Bloody Mary teleports to the room with a nearby mirror and asks, attacks Bigby in a full-on brawl ensues. Bigby defeats them one by one, more than William Georgie and one of the Tweedle brothers. As Bigby is fighting, a portal opens up to the back of the room with the Crooked Man and Mary leave through. And once they are defeated, Bigby chases after the Crooked Man. The fate of the surviving Tweedos and Jerry are left unknown. Ooh. Possibly dead, possibly not dead. Maybe not. Maybe Big, maybe in Wolf Among Us 2 they will explain that. Oh boy. As Bigby chases the survivors outside, he witnesses Georgie and Vivian asking and escaping in their own vehicles. Uh, as he chases after them, he transfers into a werewolf form giving him immense strength and speed. Eventually, Bigby will catch up to both vehicles, the limo containing the crooked man and Mary, and the car containing Georgie and Vivian. Bigby must then choose which vehicle to jump onto and pursue. I'm not just going to do the choices now. I'm just going to skip through all that. When Bigby arrives, he has the option of... Nope, that's a choice. not going to say that. Uh, let's see. Vivian uh, comes to Georgie's defense, but is interrupted by Georgie. Who tells Bigby that the Kruger man gave him orders to kill Faith and Lily, and Vivian is the original girl with the ribbon, whose curse is applied to other girls as well. Georgie dares Bigby to take Vivian's ribbon off. It would kill her. So, I don't think we ended up taking her ribbon off. Or did we? No, we did. But then we killed Georgie, because we didn't want to. Mm, or did we not kill him? No, we didn't do anything with the ribbon. I don't think we did anything with the ribbon. Well, okay. Uh, regardless of Bigby's actions, Bigby decides to do it herself. Oh, that's right. It's one yeah, of those yeah. choices. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Once she pulls it off, she dies. Georgie cries over his grief. Um, I think we left him to suffer. We did not kill him. No, I think we killed him. Oh, we did? No, I think we killed him. Okay, then we killed him. Okay, got it. You can kill him or leave him to suffer. Uh, let's see. Bloody Mary will slow down the limo to shake him off easily until he's knocked out. So... That's a choice, so that's not gonna make any sense to you folks. I think that's a brand that's a branching one of those branching choice things. Yeah, I'm not gonna read that anymore. <laughs> Shouldn't have read that. Now I just confused everyone. Read option one, go here's option two. Wagons 
I guess that's how it's structured in the wiki. He goes on to explain that he killed the girls because they were planning on escaping and that the crooked man told him to take care of it. He tells me that the crooked man is hiding in Shepherd Metalworks. Alright, uh, uh, once you arrive at the Metalworks, he hears Bloody Mary mocking him and sees photos plastered about of him. Uh, walking through the factory, he discovers a room containing silver bullets, where he's suddenly attacked by Bloody Mary. The crooked man appears and says that he has business to attend to, leaving Bloody Mary to deal with Bigby. Uh, Mary attacks Bibi repeatedly from the shadows. Oh, that boss, that boss fight was so difficult. I'm glad you got through it, though. Yeah. Uh, eventually she emerges, confronts him, Bibi transforms into a, his full wolf form. Um. His true power. And he gave his upper hand. He's, he, he uses his huff and puff attack ability to blow away and destroy all the copies of her. Which I think was fucking great. I love that. Yeah. Uh. Eventually killing her. After dealing with Bloody Mary, Bibby arrives at the Crooked Man watching his fight with Mary. Crooked Man points a revolver at him, loaded with six silver bullets. Fired one, and, but it did. I think he missed, right? Either it was like a warning shot or he missed. Right. I'm not going to read all that. Uh, no choice will be read. Uh, I, so if you go the path of having the Crooked Man be alive, you go to the Witching Well. And you can throw him in the witching well, and he'll suffer in the witching well, and he's possibly dead, but they don't explain that, because we don't know yet. Uh, I think I can explain how it works. I think I can. Where it's just like, like, okay, you have made, you have done many crimes against, like, all the people in the, um, in Fable Town. So we will now push you in this well where you are doomed to not die. But you would not bother anyone anymore. So I'm not going to spoil anything that happens at the Witching Well. I'm just going to skip everything about the Witching Well. All right. Because I don't want to spoil that. There's a lot that goes on there. And there I just is, don't want to spoil it. There is a lot. <laughs> there is a lot going on, even if he's dead. Yes, I kind of just don't want to spoil that. Yeah. Regardless of the case later on, Bigby is seen going to the business office where a big line of fables way outside. Snow tells Bigby that Flycatcher forgot his keys and she gave them to Bigby. Bibby, nope, not reading that. Uh, she gives the cage to Big B, where a crow was imprisoned, apparently. Uh, also, if Big B decide not to send Colin to the farm, he will appear there too, but I think we sent him to the farm. Or do we not? I can't remember. Which uh, one? Yeah, it doesn't matter. Uh, Big B sees Toad and TJ in the truck to the farm, because they're going to the farm and you have no choice. I think they still have to go to the farm no matter what. Yeah, yeah they still have to like go to the farm, because... I think it's because, like, Toad's bad with financial choices. I think that's what it is. That's why they, like, get sent to the farm. Yeah. And then you could get a long cutscene with Naressa. I don't want to spoil it because there's a lot that goes on in that cutscene. Yeah, there's a lot. And uh, then it just uh, cuts to black. You have a choice to make, and that choice better matter in Wolf Among Us 2. Because you make a choice, and... Either way, the screen will go black, and you won't know if your choice mattered or not. And that is Wolf Among Us in a nutshell. And I'm going to give my rating now, because that was a lot to say. And we're at the 30-minute point right now, so I have Ooh. to wrap this up. So, uh, we actually went over. But that's fine. We no. have a lot to say for once. All right. So, I give this game a 9.5. Uh, I was going to give it a 10, but I only give 10s to good games. Like, really good games. They are... 
In my mind, it is a very good game. Not a 10, but a very good game. It is very good. So that's my rating. I give it a 9.5. Tom, why don't you give your opinion on the game real quick and then rate it? Okay. Um, I really like all the things that were going on. And, and in case you didn't know, this is based off like a comic book. No one really knew what the comic book was. So they're like, ooh, what's this new thing? So they played it. And I think it helped gain an interest in the series. So everyone started to know what the series is now. And back the world and the rules. You know, magic people living in the real world, that kind of shit. And I really, I really enjoyed it. It was one of those like things that just came out of nowhere that were that were really good. And it was very good Telltale game. It was a, it was actually a very good mystery too. Where there's like all these like things going on and stuff, and if for whatever reason you skip to the ending of this uh, podcast. Like, go play it. Go play the game. Play the game. <laughs> Just go ahead and play it right now. I, I think you can still buy it. I think you can still play it. It's I'm probably su- cheap. I'm sure it's free by now. It's probably, like, really cheap or to it, play. It's really cheap. Is worth it. Like, you can play Big B in just as many ways you want. I think what we did was, like... Oh, I think I remember what we did now. We, like, made, like, a bunch of choices, like... So we made jokes that Bigby's like swapping personalities constantly. Cause he make, but first he's nice. He te- then he tells a guy to fuck off, and then he's then he's a good guy again. It's like wow, we are breaking the Telltale system in half by doing all this shit. I remember there was one scene. I think it was with Buffkin. It was at this library, and I think he broke down laughing. I can't remember why. I don't remember. Don't remember what it was. Ah, uh, okay, okay, okay. Um, like the farther we go with the episodes, I'd say the better it got, because things are slowly getting revealed, and then it's like, oh, I wonder what's gonna happen now. Like, what is what's gonna happen? And when, and I really. I think I remember liking the whole trial scene in episode 5. Yeah, you did. I remember really liking it. And there are many, many, like, branching things that can happen. Whether or not you even bring the hangman alive. And I think that's very interesting. That you have it, like, be one way or the other. There's a lot going on in that game. And it's, it was, like, a big hit. I expect your rating to be lowered at 9.5. Well, let's just see what your rating is. Uh, yeah, it's 9.5. Oh, it yeah. I, I give it a 9.5. Okay. Yeah, right. I really liked it. It was very good. The only .5 doc I'm giving it for is that it's not, it's not perfect. There's still problems with it. Like, there's, like, one... Like, there's probably, like... You can probably find a problem with every good game, though. But... Yeah. Oh, it's very good. Nothing's perfect. Yeah. I don't know if I have a least in the... after Wolf Among Us, that's when uh, Telltale started to go downhill, though. I remember after that game, it just went all downhill. Yeah. Yeah, the... 
I think after this, they did, like, Game of Thrones. Oh, that was bad. That was mediocre at worst. No, that's... No, it was bad. I just remember hearing all the bored... People were bored by it. I remember playing it, and I remember being like, okay, we can (laughs) skip this one. Do you want to do Game of Thrones? No. Okay, I will not fight you over that, and I think we skipped it. We skipped it. We did skip it. Yeah, we did. We Uh, did. Were you bored by it? Because a lot of people were bored by it. I remember playing... I'm like, okay... Oh, fuck. What even... Shit, I'm barely remembering what it was. Um... All I remember is I heard a lot of people were complaining how boring it was. Oh, shit. Well, we're on... We're, this is a Wolf Among Us podcast. Yeah, this is a Wolf Among Us podcast. I'll probably say, like, during, like, an episode or something. of our On our channel. Right. Uh... All right, well... I guess that's it. Uh, if you'd like the podcast, give it a big... Uh, we can't give it a thumbs up, but you can uh, listen to it and give your opinion. I can guess. you give stars to episodes or the podcast or something? I don't know what you could do. I think you could do ratings. Uh, whatever. Do what you need to do. And uh, thank you, folks, for watch- listening. Not watching. It's not a video. Uh, listening. And uh, yeah, the social media is in the description where you can find the information on the podcast. And I had, uh, this podcast will be coming out tonight at 11 p.m. because they come out on Thursdays. So we lucked out and we barely made the cut. We barely did. Yep, we did it. We couldn't do it on Sunday because I was in a bad mood. But we did it today. So yeah. Next one is in two weeks. It'll be on Bloodborne, the season three finale. And then we take a break because Tom is going back to college in the fall. And I don't want to do the podcast while he's doing college in the fall. So we're going to take a break until he's got less stuff to do. So we'll come back with the podcast at some point. I don't know when, but it'll be sooner rather than later. Probably sometime in... December or January, I don't know, but season four will happen. It'll be short and sweet, and we got the season four finale, which is Red Dead Redemption Two. I don't know how the fuck I'm gonna research that. I don't know how the hell I'm gonna do that. It's gonna be such it's a long podcast. It's gonna be a one-hour podcast. <laughs> oh my god! It's because there's a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I'll have to figure out a way to research that one. Maybe I'll just go to the wiki and just read a summary. I don't know if I want to research it. Oh, God. Because <laughs> that's going to be one of those things where if I go through all my videos of it, there's like 50 videos. Yeah, like, I'm not going to do that. It's a long playthrough. <laughs> and most of those are like an hour long. Yeah. It's fucking huge. So it's a 50-hour game. Oh, I'm not going to do research on a 50-hour game. <laughs> Some of them are like maybe half an hour. Maybe. <laughs> but they're definitely an hour. Or more, even. Right. Ooh. Yeah, peace out. That's why it's the season four finale. Good luck marathoning that shit. Good luck. Yeah. Take breaks. <laughs> <laughs>